This is BPN Radio, your 24-hour Internet prayer station with Dale Gentry and friends. Calling America to pray. A member of the Breakout Prayer Network. Let's pray, America. It's time now for the Warriors Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves here on BPN Radio. Second Chronicles 23.6 says, And all the people shall keep the watch of the Lord. Now, here's your host for the Warriors Watch, my friend, Callie Hargraves. <laughs> We're having fun today, as you can tell. I hope you're having fun. Jesus is great. Oh my We've been laughing all morning. God is good. You put me and Nikki together, and serious things are not going to happen. <laughs> But we're gonna have fun. First of all, I want to inv- thank you for joining and me today uh, on uh, Warrior Watch on this program. We're so happy to be here um, and be a part of your life. Thank you for entrusting us with this hour. I want to introduce Nikki Edwards. She's an amazing woman of God. Uh, I've known this beautiful young woman since she was just a young girl, and. Uh, she's been raised in the church. She has a powerful love for Jesus. Her and Alex are part of the staff, uh, our, our pastoral staff here. And um, she's also a health and wellness coach. And she's just got a lot of revelation on, let me fix my shirt here. It looks all wompy. She's got a lot of revelation on uh, health and how our health is connected to our spiritual life and how our spiritual life is connected to our health. You know, we're body, soul, and spirit, and every part of your life affects another part of your life. So we're going to be talking about that. In fact, I'd like for you to go on and just put um, Nikki's uh, Instagram info because you may want to contact her, talk to her, utilize her, um, you know, after this this show. So we're going to we're going to talk about that. I'm going to have her just really share with you today. We are going to give some prophetic words, but I want to give you a scripture that the Lord gave me this morning. It's third John, uh, number, uh, verse, uh, verse two. Um, uh, and this is what it says, dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. So this really, and there's a bunch of scriptures like this, but I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. So what he's saying here is it is God's will that every part of our life prosper. Our, of course, our spiritual uh, life, our soul is being transformed by the Holy Ghost. Your spirit's perfect. So what gets transformed is the soulish realm. And then, of course, your, you know, your physical body is a part of your soulish realm as well. So um, I really believe that God is going to speak to many. And I hear the Lord saying that this is the year for everything to come in order in your life. Now's the time for everything. We don't have to wait. There's no more waiting. The Lord is ready to bring complete wholeness into your life, spiritually, emotionally, your mind, will, and emotions, and physically. This is the year for us to step in to our promise, because as we step into complete healing, then we begin to hear God better. 
we begin to respond God to God and his his leaning and his push and his direction uh, and we can step into uh, the destiny that God has called us to do so I really just want to uh, give Nikki an opportunity to talk about that now before I turn it to Nikki I want to tell you something exciting um, there's two things well actually one thing it's our crowned women's conference here at celebration of life it is april 29th through may 1st starts on a wednesday night goes all day you know thursday day and thursday night friday day and friday night we are going to have some amazing speakers from across the country um and i'm going to have one going and put that event bright link up there is a special right now early bird for i think it's 59.95 uh, the normal price is seventy nine ninety five, but it is gonna it's gonna include food. Uh, it's gonna be an amazing conference. I'm gonna begin to have speakers on here that will be a part of that conference, so you can get a taste of what's going to be uh, given to you by the Holy Spirit. Also, everyone that gets here uh, for the conference will get a personalized prophetic letter when they get here. Now, not, this is not generic letters. We are going to pray over every name, and God is going to have something special for you. So I wanted to tell you about that, and Juan will post that. And now I'm just going to turn it to Nikki. Nikki, I just want you to speak your heart. Um, I love, I've loved watching you. I loved, I've loved watching you grow as a woman of God. I've loved watching you uh, develop in your health and wellness business. And I just want you to look into the camera and just, Speak to the speak to the ladies and talk to them about kind of your story, how you got involved, and what led you down this path. Okay, okay? yeah. So, um, my story with health and wellness. Well, it started with my father. Um, my father had some unknown health issues growing up, or I'm while well, he was growing up, not me. And uh, before I was born, was diagnosed uh, by a holistic practitioner. He was an MD, but uh, he practiced holistically as well. And uh, diagnosed him with a thyroid condition. Uh, his thyroid was extremely underactive, and um, he almost died. His organs were shutting down. Wow. They couldn't figure out what was going wrong, and it, it was his thyroid. So wow. they took a holistic approach. Um, at that point, he did need hormone replacement, so he did that. But um, he continued to see this doctor the rest of his life until the doctor retired. I grew up seeing this doctor as well. So my parents were always more holistically minded. Okay. That it was what we were eating, what we take what we put into our bodies is going to manifest in our health sure so um probably back I think it was back in 2016 I was working for a jewelry designer and I was really blessed to have the position that I was in um, but I was miserable I was a very high stress high demanding job and I wasn't really living for God at the time. Um, and so I wasn't knowing how to deal with the stress that I had. Sure. Um, so I began to look for a new job. When I was looking for a new job, the doctor that I grew up seeing was hiring. Wow. Uh, he had sold his practice, but he was still practicing there and they were looking for a medical scribe. And a medical scribe is just someone who sits in on um, the visits with the patient, the doctor, and takes all the notes for the doctor. Okay. So um, I got hired on there. And as I 
took all the notes for the doctor as she was practicing, I started self-diagnosing myself. Wow. I was like, oh, I have that and I have that and I have that. And I never talked to her about it. I just decided to implement the holistic plan that she was giving her patients who had these problems. To yourself. To myself. And so that looked like at first a dietary change. Wow. At that point, I was eating a lot of fast food. Um, I was drinking a lot and staying up way too late, not getting enough sleep. And I started to change all those things. Um, and as I did, um, my eczema started to go away. I had chronic eczema my whole life and it went away. I would get random rashes that would break out on my arms and my legs that stopped. My skin cleared up. I lost weight. I had more energy, like just everything, everything. My sleep got better. Everything was better. Um, so I was like, whoa, there's something to this. Like all these health problems that I've had my entire life are going away. And all I did was change my diet. That's insane. Yeah, that is insane. So um, I became obsessed. I was just evangelizing everywhere. Uh, I was kind of maybe too strict with it. Like I got caught in like that diet mentality, like the paleo diet's the only way to go. And if you're not eating paleo, then you're going to die. Um, it was really extreme. Sure. Well, sometimes we do when we get a revelation. I've seen this happen in the body of Christ. A revelation will come around, and the body of Christ will embrace it. And it's our tendency to go too far to the right or too far to the left. Right. And so you you had to learn some balance. I had to learn balance. So now I'm more balanced. I figure out that every person is different. Our bodies are different. What we need is different. Sure. Paleo might work for me, but it might not work for you. Right. You might need something else. Okay. And that's okay. But the uh, a good foundation to start with is just eating whole clean. foods. Yes. Clean. Eat food that comes from the earth and is minimally processed. And that's where you start. After that, you can kind of tweak and figure out what it is that your body wants. Does it need more carbs? Does it need more fat, more protein? What is your body like? We can figure it out. So um, that's kind of how I got started and got passionate um, about it. After a year of being a medical scribe, I got transitioned into the front office where I was a receptionist. And um, did not do well there. Uh, <laughs> hey, well, at least you're honest. <laughs> it's true. It was really bad because this is what would happen. My boss would walk into the office and I'd have a group of women, all the front desk women up there all around me. And I'm just like counseling and giving spiritual advice and dietary advice. And I'm just, I'm counseling everyone. Right. And so absolutely no one was doing their job, including me. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just really not good. It didn't have you in the right position for sure. Right. I was in the wrong position. And so um, I decided to leave. Um, because I wasn't happy where I was. I, I'm not a front, I can't work behind a desk and answer phones all day. Yeah, it's just I mean, not yeah, my that personality. Would be, that would be like throwing me into hell. Yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> so, sure. so, um, I took two years off. One year was just, I took a complete year where I didn't do anything. I didn't work. I just stayed at home and I was like super hippie and I would walk slow outside in the sunlight. <laughs> <just> <laughs> feel the warmth on my skin and 
<laughs> meditate on the word. It was great. <laughs> but then after a year of that, I was like, okay, there's got to be more to life. <laughs> Can't be a hippie forever. Can't be a forever. And so um, I, I, I took another job doing meal prep, which was a lot of fun. And during that time, I went back to school. And that's where I found health coaching. That's so awesome. Health coaching, uh, what, what I do as a health coach is I help people make dietary and lifestyle changes that they've been wanting to make for a really long time, but so haven't had the strength to do so. And I help them set realistic goals that they can achieve right. over a course of about six months. Wow. Um, and then... We just see what happens. Um, and a part of health coaching is more than just the diet. I'm looking at your walk with God. I'm looking at your career, your home life, all of these different areas that play into our health. Because uh, food is not the only thing. Yeah, listen, coaching, it, really you're discipling. Yeah. You're a disciple. Jesus said we, we're supposed to go into all the world and make disciples. So you found your calling and your passion. And so you're literally helping, you're making disciples right. as it relates to health and wellness. But you know, that health and wellness filters down to every part of our life. So I yes. love this. It's not just a, you know, here's your diet plan, go lose your whatever, but it's more about here's your health plan. And let's talk about everything that's affecting the way you eat, the way you live and the way you do life. Right. Exactly. So awesome. That's exactly it. So, um, I had some things that I wanted to share and, um, it's all right here on my laptop. Okay, so if yeah. I'm looking down, it's, I'm referencing my notes, but pastor Callie started off saying that we are a mind, body, and spirit being, we're yeah. a three part being, and, um, we're made in the image of God. God is also a three part being. He is mind, body, and spirit. We're made in his likeness. Yes. And the way that I have that uh, mapped out is we have God. He's mind, he's intellect, he's consciousness. We came from his imagination. Sure. If you don't have a mind, intellect, or consciousness, you can't imagine something and speak it into existence. So that is an attribute of God. Um, then we have Yeshua, by the way, I like using that name. So just know if you don't know what that means, it's Jesus, but it's his Hebrew name. And that's what I enjoy calling him. Um, Yeshua was the physical form of God that came to earth to walk and tabernacle with man. And then we have the Holy Spirit, which represents the supernatural and spiritual nature of God. And he's three parts, but he's one. We learned that about the Trinity. And because we're made in that image, we're the same. Um, once we've been born again, we are then recreated in God's image. We are rebirthed to that original design yes. of Eden. That's awesome. You know, Jesus came, Yeshua came to die for us, to redeem us unto him after the fall, mm -hmm. which means we're now redeemed and we're put back in that Eden design. Yes. And in that Eden design, um, there's some really important factors that play into that. There's relationship with God, relationship with family, relationship with nature, and relationship with food. These are all things that we see in Genesis when we're looking at the garden. Sure. Um, and those are very, very vital to our health, um, physically and spiritually. 
So I have a couple scriptures, um, and they're not going to be ones that you would normally think for health and wellness in the Bible, but that's okay. Um, I have Romans 12, 2, and that says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God that is good and acceptable and perfect. Wow. Now I'm going to try to say some Greek words okay. and I'm most likely going to butcher them. So okay. give me grace. I won't know. Okay. So the Greek word that we have translated as renewal in Romans 12, 2 is Anach Aninusis. Okay. Probably saying that wrong. Okay. And it means not only renewing, but it means renovation, okay. a complete renovation. And then the Greek word translated as mind in this passage is noose. And it refers to our intellect, okay. our thoughts. Okay. And our feelings, okay. also our will. And I think that's really important because uh, when we're born again, we are called to do a complete renovation of our thoughts, our feelings, my emotions, right. and my will. And that's important in health. And we'll get to that in a second. I have a couple more scriptures and I'm going to tie this all together. Um, let's see. When we completely renovate the way we think, the way we feel, and the way, uh, way we try to impose our will on others, we're walking in what God has called salvation. Wow. When I'm saved, I'm not supposed to manipulate other people with how I feel right. or impose my will on them. Right. I have to renovate that. And that's in our nature because it's a defense mechanism. Sure. And I want to be able to control the situation so I feel safe. But God is my protection now. I don't need my my old schemes that I used to do to protect to me. To protect me. He protects me. And that's important as we look at health. Um, one of the ways that we renew our mind is by taking every thought captive. Um, and that's mentioned in 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 6. Wow, that's good. For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ, being ready to punish every disobedience when your obedience is complete. So taking thoughts captive to obey Christ is part of spiritual warfare. Um, so how does all that relate to health? Okay, let me tell you. Mental health is extremely important in our overall well-being. Well, that's the truth. Being able to express our emotions, our feelings, and our needs, not only to trusted friends and loved ones, but to God is a necessity. And I think a lot of times we are afraid to express our true feelings to God because we're ashamed of feeling them in the first place. Right. But he's our dad. We don't need to be ashamed to express ourselves to our father. And he already knows before he knows speak. what I feel before I say it. Right. And right. so there's there's no reason to hide. Remember Adam and Eve in the garden after they sinned, they were ashamed of what they had done and they wanted to hide that from God. And all God wanted to do was be right there in the middle of that right. and, and heal the brokenness that had happened. So we don't need to hide our anger, our anxiety, our frustration from God, our depression, we don't need to hide that from God. We need to welcome him in the middle of that and let him do his work. That's good. Um, and so 
um, we see again, we're made in God's image, right? God expresses these emotions in the Bible. Yes, he does. To Moses a lot. I, that was the first example that I thought of. He was saying, I'm frustrated with these people. They're acting crazy. They're worshiping cattle made of gold. Like what's going on? Talk to them. You talk to them or to Abraham. I'm going to destroy the city. These people are insane. He expressed how he felt. And if we are made in his image, we are also to express how we feel. Now, that being said, we do need to keep in mind that as Christians, if we're feeling anger and we need to express that, it is never okay to express anger and hurt someone. No. It's not okay. But we can find a way to release this to God, our anger to God, that way we're not repressing it. Yeah. So what happens when we repress our emotions is we typically deal with them in other ways and they're unhealthy coping mechanisms. Yeah. And this tends to be substance abuse, alcohol abuse, overeating, undereating, um, or binge eating, things like that. Or even sexual, sexual uh, addictions. Right. A lot of people suffer with that. As a pastor, I see it all. I see it all. And we... You know, we tend to categorize one thing being worse than the other, but if we're using anything to cope other than Jesus right. and I walk with the Lord, then we're using the wrong thing. Right. And many of these things are beautiful things that that we should have in our lives. Now, not drug abuse, of course, but um, you're going to eat. You're supposed to eat. Right. Yeah. You can't just not eat, but I don't need to be eating uh, to cope with pain or fear or uh, something that's, like you said, a repressed emotion. That's not God's way. That's going to always be negative. Right. The outcome's going to always be negative. Right. And I think that we live in a culture where it's not, like it's typical that it's okay to express happiness and joy and it's okay to express like these emotions that we would label positive but it doesn't seem so much as accepted to express when I'm sad or when I'm frustrated or angry, but those are real emotions that need to be expressed. uh, They need to be expressed. And there's been a lot, um, a lot of studies, one that I heard of recently, and I don't have the link right now, but one was women who were unhappy in their marriage. um, Three different categories, women who decided to say something whether or not they, it made a change or not, and then women who um, didn't say anything. didn't say anything at all. So two categories. I'm sorry. And these the women that expressed how they felt were um, upwards of fifty percent or more um, like uh, less likely to develop cancer. Wow. And the women that repressed the emotions were more likely to develop cancer. Wow. So wow. it is very important for us to be expressing these emotions. Um, in a holy and healthy way. Yes. And a lot of that is taking it to God in prayer. And so that's going to be my last scripture that I want to talk to you guys about. And then I have, I'll wrap up. Um, so we have Philippians 4, 4 through 9. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication asking earnestly and humbly with thanksgiving and gratitude 
let your request be made known to God. And then it goes on to say that once you've done this, think about things that are lovely, pure, holy, honorable. You see all these things. But it first says that we are supposed to take our anxieties to God in prayer. So whenever I'm feeling anxious or angry or frustrated, a good way for me to release these emotions so they're not stuffed down inside of me is to release them to God in prayer. Once I release them to God in prayer, I can rejoice and worship and be thankful because he's heard my cry. God heard me. He sure. sees my emotions. And now I'm, th- I'm thankful I have an outlet. And then I'm able to rewire my brain now. Now that I've got all that gunk out, all that negative emotion out, I can start to dwell on the things that are holy and pure and Let just. Let me stop right here. There have been many times in my life where I have come out with something that was hurtful. And, and uh, you know, Karen, your mother-in-law does an amazing job of writing her feelings down in prayer. She writes them down. Mm-hmm. And if you read some of her journals, I mean, she's so raw and honest with God. But I found that when I tell God, whatever I'm dealing with, you know, laying it all out there, many times he will instantly fix my perspective. Like he will show me, Well, yeah, that's one way to look at it, but here's what I'm really doing. Here's where I'm really, this is what I'm really after in your life. Right. And, 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 and Nikki's so right. We we need to be very careful not to just vomit on the people we love. Right. But go to God. He's big. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's super big. He can handle anything that I say that I think is just awful for anybody else to hear. And then he has the ability when I, lay it out and begin to ask him for his peace and his wisdom and his guidance and his strength and his way of seeing it, he will correct your mind about it. Right. Or he, if you have the right mindset, he'll give you the strength to go through it. Yes. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. And so, um, this, pa- this passage that we read, it's not a denial of our very real emotions that we label as negative. It's, it's, empowering us to bring those emotions to God. That's so good. And, um, and when we give him over those emotions, he gives us perfect peace. Wow. If I decide that I'm going to try to rewire my brain and I'm going to think on the things that are lovely and perfect and beautiful, but I never got those emotions out. Like it's, it's going to be a back and forth. Like I'm going to, okay, I'm mad at you. Well, that's kind of oil and water. It doesn't mix. It doesn't mix. It's like, oh, okay, I'm going to pray and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to intercede. And I'm going to do all these things, but I had an argument with Callie and it's going to keep popping up in my head. That's why the Bible says, whenever you have a problem, a problem, you go with your brother or sister and you confront it, you work it out. And then you present your offering to God. Don't try to come in with Thanksgiving and praise before you've taken care of what the problem, what was. the problem was. So, um, and sometimes it's just. Sometimes it's just admitting it to God. You may not go to them. God may say that they're not ready to hear that. Right. But sometimes, sometimes you do go to them and make it right. And then sometimes you just go to God and say, I feel horrible about, about this. I'm mad at Callie or I'm mad at Nikki or I'm mad at Juan. And this is what they did to upset me. God, give me your perspective on this. Right. And just getting it out brings freedom. Right. Yeah. Just getting it out. It truly does. And so um, once we learn how to deal with our emotions in a healthy and holy way, we will be healthier mind, body, and spirit. 
with our minds clear and running off of gratitude, peace, and love, I we love can that. make sound decisions because we are blessed with a sound mind. Wow. When we make sound decisions, we are making the best decisions for our heart and for our bodies. Okay, let's stop right there. When, you're, when your life is running off gratitude, peace, and love, that's, that's, that, this is worth the whole broadcast. When my life is centered around gratitude, peace, and love, then I can trust what comes out of my heart what comes out of my ministry, what comes out of my love for my children, what comes out of my love for Nikki. I can trust that the things that are coming out of me are for her best interest and are coming from a good place. That's so powerful, Nikki. Yeah, yeah. so um, no one with a sound mind is going to pick up a box of poison and mix it in their coffee in the morning. No. That's just not something no. we're going to do. No, We're thinking clearly here. So just the same, when you have a sound mind, you become diligent, aware, studious, and you learn to search a matter out. God calls us to be a studious, thriving people. That's so good. We are to seek, knock, ask, search, test, and to discern. These are all things that are in the word of God that he commissions us to be doing. And because of that, because we're a three-part being and we're one, it bleeds over into every area. And my spiritual walk, I'm supposed to discern and ask questions, read the word, study, right. really know. And if that applies to my spiritual life, it also applies to my mind, my mental health, and it applies to what I eat. My physical health. And so I need to be, not that you have to be some sort of dietitian or nutritionist or scholar to know what to eat. But I think we intuitively know if it comes in a box, it's probably not that healthy. Like something that God created sure. from the ground, that should be going into my body. You no, know, I'm telling you, it's as simple as asking God. Right. Should I eat this? Should I eat this? If, if it's in question, we know pretty much what to eat. Right. But there are sometimes it's like, should I? And sometimes, you know, a little treat here and there is not at the end of the world. But if we ask God about our health, if we ask God about our food, if we ask God about our relationships, he wants to be involved in every area of my life, including my food. Right. Yeah. Every, every single area. And um, what, what's really cool about eating and gratitude is there was a study done. It wasn't specifically about pray praying over your food okay. but it was about having gratitude before a meal like oh, wow. feeling grateful for your meal and, okay. and thankful and but speaking it out loud not wow. just thinking it but speaking it out loud actually changed the molecules of the food it made it more bioavailable to our bodies wow which is really powerful um that's so good so um let me see this where is great. um now I have three examples of how our mind, our body, and our spirit are all interconnected when it comes to health. Okay. So if you have an overwhelming thought life and you're stewing in toxic, toxic negative thoughts or lies, or um, you've really given in to the victim mentality, that's going to affect your spiritual walk. And it's going to affect what you put into your body as far as food and nourishment goes. When you have toxic thoughts, 
you're kind of, I don't want to say self-obsessed, but at the same time, you kind of are. You're always in your head. Mm-hmm. You're never down to earth. You're not connecting with other mm-hmm. people. You're definitely not going to be making as much of an impact as you could in the body of Christ. Right, right. And when, when you are in that mindset, you're not really aware of what you're putting into your body. You're just, you're in survival mode. You're just mm-hmm. putting in to survive. And so when we get our thoughts aligned with Christ and we allow him to renew our minds, that changes. Second, um, I told myself not to do that, but I keep hitting the wrong arrow. That's okay. We're in, we're okay. Um, Putting overly processed or dead foods into our bodies is not giving ourselves the vitamins, the minerals, or the energy that our body needs to function properly. You become foggy-minded and sluggish. Yep. When you are foggy-minded, you have no energy. When you have mineral deficiencies because you're not fueling your body properly, you will not have the stamina to do what God has called you to do. Your thinking and your judgment-making will be impaired. You will be more irritable because your body is starving for nutrition. Being foggy, sluggish, and irritable is not good for our minds nor our spirit. Not only are we up against spiritual warfare, now we're battling ourselves because we're not putting the right nutrition into us. Listen, I cannot tell you the times in my life where, and I'm ashamed to say this, but it's true. Where I was praying about something I felt like I was fighting in the spirit and the Lord made it clear it had nothing to do with the spirit. It was my physical body. Mm. So it's not always a devil. It's not always a spiritual battle. Many times it's a battle because we've made the wrong decisions for our health. And so it's so important that we begin to ask Holy Spirit to help us because sometimes you are fighting a spiritual battle. Sometimes you are in the middle of a trial, has nothing to do with what you put in your mouth. And then sometimes it makes the trial worse because you're putting things in your mouth you shouldn't be because you're trying to cope with what you're dealing with. And then it's just, it's, it's just a menagerie of problems. Right. So God wants to not only give us the power to walk in the spirit victoriously, but he wants us to be in health and he wants every area of our life to prosper. And he wants us to be able to see clearly when it truly is a spiritual entity we are fighting versus, you know, our, our, our real trial versus something we have self-inflicted. Right. Exactly. Um, and so that's just another way that the food can bleed over um, into our physical health and our spiritual health. Um, that's the body side. And then the last side here um, is the spirit. Um, when we are not walking with God, we lack identity, we lack purpose, and therefore we lack joy and peace. That will affect our thought life. Who am I? Why am I here? Does my life have meaning? Or thoughts like, I'm unworthy, I'm, I'm an awful person, I'm unlovable, I'm unforgivable, I'm a disaster. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. That type of mindset needs to completely stop. No. God is I am. And because he is, you are, and you are his child and you're worthy and you are loved. And there's no, there's, we can't even measure how much the king of the universe loves us. And it's so so beautiful and it's so wonderful. We are sons and daughters of the most high. Um, And because of that, we have identity and we have purpose. So 
Um, that's why our spiritual walk, one of the reasons why our spiritual walk is so important. But when we don't have that walk with Christ, not only will our thought patterns be negative about ourselves, our eating patterns will be off. If on a subconscious level, you believe that you do not matter and that you have no purpose or you have no identity, you will eat foods that confirm how you feel about yourself. And then on the other hand, I have seen this where people were obsessed about their bodies, obsessed about their eating, but they were obsessed for the wrong reasons. Right. They were obsessed because they had bought into this Hollywood mindset that I'm supposed to be perfect and that my, all my value is based on how sexy I am, how cute I am, how tiny I am, how muscular I am. And that's just as big a trap. Yes. As, as the person out there eating themselves to death, right. either one, either if, one. if our, if our identity is not right, then we'll do the right things for the wrong reasons. And it's, and we're still nowhere. Right. We're, we're not where God wants us to be. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It goes both ways. It can be overeating or it can be so meticulous. I can't have this, this, and this because I will get heart disease if I eat it. Like we're doing it for the wrong reasons right. or, you know, I can't bear to go up a pants or dress size. Like it would absolutely like, yeah, I'm not cute anymore. I'm not handsome anymore. You know, you know, and I've seen this with people with, you know, they get obsessed about doing surgeries and they get, and there's nothing wrong with, look, I'm not against any of that. You do whatever you want, but it, I think it's important that we, we evaluate ourselves and say, you know, if I'm being extreme about something, there's got to be a reason why. And many times it's connected that to my identity is not in, in place. Right. And Jesus wants us to get our identity through him. Then when we do something for ourselves, we're doing it for the right reasons. We're doing it because we want to live long. We're doing it because we want to make effect on the kingdom. Right. We're doing it because we want to be, the, our bodies are a temple of the Holy Ghost and we want to please the Lord. And that's why we should be doing it. Right. Yeah, exactly. You're exactly right. And um, so the most important things if you take away anything from today when it comes to health and our physical bodies and it being um, a part of the spiritual realm, it is walk in relationship with God. Yes. Walk in relationship with family. Yes. Be in nature and yes. eat real good food. That's awesome. That's it. It's really that simple. It's, that it's simple. really that simple. Now, listen, I'm going to have one going and put up Nikki's instagram you can message her and she can help you she is a really good health and wellness coach and she's also a spiritual coach she can help you with a lot of areas so if you're looking for someone to help mentor you she would be a great resource i also want to take some time um, and give some prophetic words really quickly and if you have a few to give too yeah um Rachel Dickerson. So this is for Rachel, Rhett, and Scarlett. This is the year of the family for you. And this is the year of strategic alignment, strategic alignment. Many things that you've been praying for are going to come in to pass. The scripture I have for you is Acts 10 and 2. He and all his family were devout and God-fearing. Uh, that uh, he gave generously to those in need and prayed to God regularly. I see God using you and Rhett he is uh, strengthening your family. You will be known as devout and God-fearing. You will be known as a family that gives generously to those in need. And God is um, 
calling you to a deeper place of prayer and you're just going to see things work together. This is a, a family and strategic alignment for you this year. Okay. Ariel Asher, uh, the door will appear and the choice will be made clear. That's what I heard the Lord say. The door will appear and the choice will be made clear. Second Chronicles um, 29 and three in the first month of the first year of his reign, he opened the doors of the temple of the Lord and repaired them. So God is going to make the door clear. Um, and it, the choice will be clear. And when the door swings open, God is repairing everything that was broken. God is repairing everything that was broken. Um, Tammy West, uh, I hear the Lord saying to you that this is going to be the year that God is going to make your name great. He is going, what, what was tried, what the enemy tried to do to your name, God is going to reverse this year. He's going to make your name great. So Genesis 12 and two, I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. So I don't care. I don't know what happened in the past. But God is vindicating you, and he will make your name great. Uh, Tammy McGarry, I see God healing you of your heartbreak. I see God blessing you financially and providing miraculously for you. Stay in his presence and watch God do this for you. Um, Elaine Mathis and Elaine Trammell. Elaine and Elaine. Uh, I heard peace, power, and advancement. Um, there have been areas uh, in both your lives where you felt like you've hit walls and there was no advancement. This is the year that the walls are coming down and they're coming down peacefully. They're coming down powerfully and God is going to advance your families and advance the things that you've been praying for. Uh, Paige and Jonathan, I hear the Lord saying, don't be afraid to step into the new. Don't be afraid to step into the new. And though it will take faith, God is going to bless your family so powerfully by your mere step of faith. That's my words for today. Awesome. Um, I uh, have some words. My first one is for Stephanie Chang. And uh, what I saw in the spirit was a shifting and a change coming um, and that there, there's a specific situation maybe that you've been praying for, but that God is bringing justice. Yes. So like, you don't have to do it in your own flesh. You don't have yes. to uh, strive for this. Um, God is the one who uh, brings justice on our behalf. And so uh, get ready for that because it's coming. Um, and then I had Mario Bailey, um, and I just saw God infusing new strength into you. Um, that you've been running a race and you've become a little bit weary and God wants you to know that he is, um, he's lifting you up on the wings of e eagles and that you will run and you will not faint. Um, he's infusing strength into you. Wonderful. Um, I have Jennifer Porter. Um, I got a scripture for you. Num I actually need to grab that and read it. Numbers 21, 16 through 17. Mm. And that says, and from there, they continued uh, to be, um, actually, it starts here. Okay. Gather the people together so that I may give them water. Then Israel sang this song, spring up a well, sing to it. 
And so I just hear um, God saying that you're moving into a new um, avenue of ministry. He's calling you to gather the people together and that there's this wellspring of life that's inside of you and you need to begin to prophesy to it and sing to it as so that it will awaken it to spring forward. And it's going to um, give the well of life that living water to people who so desperately need it. Um, I have Candace Ann. Um, I just see a prophetess anointing breaking out upon you. Um, There's an increasing of the prophetic in your life and you will see the fruit of your labor. Wow. Um, Debbie and Randy Helms. um, I just see this unbreakable bond of you two being fused together and a wall of protection all around you. Wow, that's so good. Um, Copal Frost. Um, I see um, in your life, maybe there's been an area of, I don't know if it's dead dreams, but something that you thought has been dead that God is resurrecting and bringing back to life for you. Um, And then Lori Rutgers, um, I just see flowers blooming uh, all around you. There's new life. Um, There's a new path being forged before you. And it's just absolutely beautiful. Lori, you have such a gift for intercession and you have such a prophetic anointing and that is going to really mature and grow and be fostered in the next five years. God is going to do so much in and through you. Nikki, I've enjoyed having you so much. You are amazing. I'm gonna have you back. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna I like back. being here. <laughs> <laughs> we had fun. We had I wish y'all could have seen all the fun we had before the show. The preempt show talk was fun. Okay, so I want to say again. Crowned Women's Conference, Celebration of Life Women's Conference is uh, April 29th, that Wednesday night through May 1st. Um, It'll be an all-day Thursday and Thursday night, all-day Friday and Friday night. Uh, We're having, uh, let me give you some of the speakers. We're having Jenny Donnelly. We're having Ann Hammack. We're having... uh, there's a bunch of them. Laura Davenport. We're having a Jonna Gibson from Mercy Gate. We're having uh, Lisa Brady uh, out of um, uh, here in Houston. Her and her husband passed her as well. And there's a host of others. This is going to be a fabulous conference. It's well-priced. You can get your early bird ticket for $59.95 right now. Um, and so we want you to go on and plan, get signed up every, as you sign up, we're, we are praying, interceding, writing prophetic words. We believe this is going to be a conference where people are going to launch out into the deep. The spirit of God is going to be here in a powerful way. And you're going to find that you're literally there. It's going to be a time where God just sets you in motion and it'll be a time of, um, being just launched out a catalyst moment for you. So we love you. Juan, if you could put crowned up again, we'll see you next week. God bless you and have a great day. For the past hour, you've been listening to the Warriors Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves as your host. For more information concerning this program, go to bpnradio.com.